What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. Welcome, listener, to Premium Chapter 140 of the QAnon Anonymous Podcast, the Devolution episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rogatansky, Julian Field, and Travis View. This week, we're exploring the new theory that has taken hold in QAnon conspiracy circles, Devolution. Introduced by a man who goes by Patel Patriot, Devolution has built a sizable audience for its author on Substack and Telegram, as well as being endorsed by various QAnon influencers. As usual with things that gain traction in this scene, the theory claims that Donald Trump has been playing 5D chess and will soon be returning to power. The long and convoluted explanation for this claim involves a rogue Chinese spymaster, COVID-19 as a bioweapon, the theft of the 2020 election, and the delegation of powers from the central government to key regional figures who are at this moment plotting to return the rightful president to his throne. So in this episode, we'll be exploring devolution, what the theory borrows from reality, and how it's been spreading in the QAnon community. Devolution. Before we get too deep into the insane, made-up version of devolution, we need to talk about what the word originally means in a political context. Long story short, it refers to the administrative decentralization of governmental power, or in other words, the delegation of powers from the central government to subnational power structures, making the regional and local levels of government more autonomous. But this autonomy, unlike with federalism, is conditional and reversible. The central government can take it back at any time under devolution because their rights are not guaranteed by a constitution. A good historical example of this is the 1921 formation of a devolved government in Northern Ireland by the UK. Devolution, in fact, has defined the UK's relationship with various subnational units such as Scotland, Wales, and even the city of London, all of which underwent various degrees of the process in the 90s. So now that you know what devolution is, get ready for its mutant, contradictory stepbrother. Devolution, according to the Anons. Devolution on. The urtext of devolution in the QAnon community is a growing nine-part series with two addendums written by a guy called Patel Patriot, who looks like a 30-something yuppie when he appears on camera. Suit with no tie, carefully combed hair, Chad Jaw. Yeah, this guy looks like somebody who was in my, like, theater program. He just looks like a young Christian dad who would sell you a house. (laughs) By his own account, Patel wasn't really into politics before the Trump era. But then he stumbled upon two influencers that will probably be familiar to some listeners, and certainly Jake. Here's Patel explaining the origins of his red pilling to longtime QAnon promoter, the X-22 Report. I didn't even really get into politics until it was late 2017, early 2018. Um, I came across uh, Brian Cates and his Spygate stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> and that's that really got me interested. It really got me starting to follow Trump. Uh, through him, I ended up finding, um, at the time, it's Carlos Osueda, which I later found out was um, a pseudonym for, for Thomas Wichter. Oh, and, no! <laughs> you know, leading up to the election and um, and then following the election, leading up to the inauguration, Thomas Wichter, um, he had a lot of really good good, good stuff. He, he's such a, he's a brilliant man. Um, and he, he started talking about this devolution theory. And I ended up uh, following him once he got kicked off Twitter and he stepped down from YouTube over to this uh, this other social media site. It's a, a Mastodon instance. And, and there he, he would continue to write about devolution and I, I never really posted anything. I kind of just lurked. And then I, I started to, uh, to to find things on my own and, and, and start posts kind of adding where I could. You know, super cool, you know, every now and then I'd get Brian Cates or his brother Dwayne or uh, Thomas Stephen, like, you know, 
boost something I wrote. So it was just really, really interesting. So it, it encouraged me to keep doing it. Um, anyway, eventually the, the owner of that that mastodon, since he does not agree with the with the theory, and um, I ended up getting kicked off that platform for talking about devolution. And a couple of the members, you know, before I left, encouraged me to, to keep writing. So um, I ended up deciding to start a Telegram channel and Substack. And I really just thought, you know, not many people are, are really talking about devolution. I'm gonna just dive in and take what I've what I've gathered from Wichter and other people and, and see how far I could take it. And and the further I dug into it, um, honestly, the the more peace it brought me because it just it seems like it's it's happening. It really does. See, this is what is so dangerous about that sort of sect of adjacent QAnon promoters like Brian Cates, Thomas Wichter, Imperator Rex, all those guys, is they took a lot of the mysticism out of QAnon and focused heavily on Spygate and on uh, executive orders and on uh, memos and all that stuff. And it roped in a whole group of new conspiracists who maybe wouldn't have caught on, you know, with your sort of average dark versus light and, and a lot of the blood libel mysticism that was roped into the QAnon sort of storyline. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, this, this makes perfect sense to me in terms of just the kind of person that gets roped in. To this, show. I mean, I was one of them. I was following Brian Cates and Imperator Rex like very early on, and they made you know, I mean, what seemed like compelling cases because they seemed to be focusing primarily on source documents uh, as opposed to the Q drops, which were you know creative writing. Yeah, this is it's really dangerous because it all involves you know various uh, elaborate legal sort of theories rather than something that deviates like so far out of the legal framework, the belief that like Hillary Clinton could be tried by a military tribunal, for example, that yeah, it has a, b- a better air of plausibility that can wrap, uh, uh, that can sort of suck in someone who is, you know, uh, might not be totally into Q. He was banned, by the way, from Quad Verum, which is the... the oh my God, that means uh, Saul Montes Bradley didn't, uh, didn't agree with his stuff, which is yeah. really interesting because Saul is ver- was very into uh, Brian Cates and um, Thomas Wichter, all those guys he's had on you know numerous, numerous times on his show. So it's interesting that, I don't know, that they drew a line with Patel Patriot for whatever reason. In the first article of his Devolution series, interestingly... Patel opens with a reference to a March 2020 Newsweek article entitled Exclusive, Inside the Military's Top Secret Plans if Coronavirus Cripples the Government. And the article in question details the growing disruption that COVID-19 was causing to government structures. Here's the passage that Patel focused on. Above top secret contingency plans already exist for what the military is supposed to do if all the constitutional successors are incapacitated. Standby orders were issued more than three weeks ago to ready these plans, not just to protect Washington, but also to prepare for the possibility of some form of martial law. According to new documents and interviews with military experts, the various plans, codenamed Octagon, Freejack, and Zodiac, are the underground laws to ensure government continuity. They are so secret that under these extraordinary plans, devolution could circumvent the normal constitutional provisions for government succession, and military commanders could be placed in control around America. Here's Patel explaining how the continuity of government mechanisms described in the Newsweek article led to his theory of devolution. Devolution, it's 
essentially when when Trump um, was in office, and, and this goes back way back to the, you know, even the early 1940s, the presidents have had in place continuity of government programs, and continuity of operation programs to to keep the government running, um, you know, basically just running the essential functions if there's a catastrophic event. And, you know, as technologies advance, the, their definition of catastrophic event is, a, you know, has, has changed and morphed. But th- these are plans, continuity of government plans that they they continually update. Um, and each department is, is tasked with having an updated plan um, in case something were to happen. And devolution specifically is a, is a devolved form of government. And so um, in my theory, it's the military, the Department of Defense, um, essentially, Trump, when he left office, he, he devolved the government um, throughout the Department of Defense and specifically the Special Operations Operations Forces. And it's geographically geographically dispersed locations where um, I believe the members of the, the Special for- Forces are there uh, taking care of key critical infrastructure um, and letting, making sure that, you know, Biden, while he's president, he doesn't have any true operational control of anything. They're not going to let the country be destroyed in the meantime. Patel posited that when the government was supposedly working on these contingencies, Trump actually put in place a devolution plan because he knew China had created COVID-19 and were going to steal the election for the Democrats. In a section entitled The Actual Theory, Patel lays it all out for his audience. President Trump, with assistance from the United States military, caught our foreign adversaries aiding the Democrats with the theft of an election. This is bigger than just mere corruption and scandal. This is war. They let Biden assume office, but it doesn't mean anything. Any damage done can and will be reversed. They are basically playing house. Their time, quote, in office will only lead to more people wanting Trump back. Biden has no meaningful operational control over the military. I'll cover that in a future post. And they won't let any real harm come to us while the battlefield is prepped for whatever reveal is coming. If you look at the actions Trump took uh, leading up to the election, he was prepared for anything the Democrats might pull. Our military intelligence, Space Force, monitored and captured the true vote count. I believe the audits will be eye-opening and kick everything off. You have been listening to a sample of a premium episode of QAnon Anonymous. We don't run any advertising on the show, and we'd like to keep it that way. For five bucks a month, you'll get access to this episode, a new one each week, and our entire library of premium episodes. So head on over to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe. Thank you. Thanks. I love you. Jake loves you.